0: Everybody and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. The season started, and well, not without a few heart flutters. Um, against Leeds, we won 4-3, and to discuss that game and, and what lies in front of us at the weekend, first up in the Netherlands, I'm not going to call it Holland tonight. Beryl, we have Beryl Akis. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Dave?
0: I'm just about hanging together, you know. It's, it's <laughs> a tough life out here in, in the sunshine. It's a real, real tough life. But, uh, <laughs> you know, at least football's back in some guise, albeit without fans. So it's got something to look forward to again uh, each week and something with a new season to kind of play for, which was kind of lacking at the end of last season. But anyhow, also on we have in Belfast, Dave Dunning. Dave, how are we, Father of the Year?
2: Good, thanks, Dave. Um, I'm wonderful this evening. It's, um, the weather's been fairly pleasant in Belfast, and I had a lovely weekend and a nice time watching the Reds. So, yeah, yourself, okay. are you good? Are you
0: well? Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm exceedingly well. It's just we, we sort of decided here that basically lockdown doesn't exist anymore. Um, we were the last people locked down, so fuck it, you know. We're not doing yeah, it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm in the UK, yet, so, you know,
0: technically... Uh, well. Um, and, so I I, and, I
2: can I can empathise with your uh, your situation
0: there. Oh well, you see, you're you're in the wrong place. It's summer's just starting here, Dave. That's the difference. Your summer's just ending. Ours is just beginning. Uh, He's starting to come up again. Well, why am I talking shit like this? Anyhow, anyway. <laughs> this is a conversation, as a podcast. Last up, and certainly not least, Neil Patterson in Berlin. Chief, how are we? I
3: dead on. Also in, enjoying enjoying the final days of, of summer. 30 degrees in Berlin at the minute, so that's not too shabby. Uh, right. But yeah, nice to watch the Reds. Nice to have competitive football, and now we can talk about yeah a game and not fucking transfers and shit.
0: Yes, <laughs> and an actual title defence rather than getting across the line, which is which is that's you know, it or how we're gonna do it or you know yeah we we kind of know although. There, there, let's be honest there's a few questions pegged after the weekend which, get, which we're going to get into listen d- just a bit of fun to start off with and, and this, was a, this was a thing thrown out at, uh, on me and uh, on Brazilian television else is only the fourth Argentinian manager in the Premier League do you know the other three anybody there was one that got me R.D. Les
2: must have been one Pellegrini
0: Pocetino.
2: Pochettino and, and Pellegrini. Pellegrini
0: no Pellegrini's Chilean isn't he is he i thought he was argentinian
2: maybe he is argentinian
3: maybe, is maybe argentinian. he's chile i, I think, think he's Chilean.
0: argentinian but he managed chile he managed chile that was it is
2: that what it is
0: yeah no do you know what i for- i clean forgot about it aussie ardiles completely Another. i sat for <laughs> yeah. i sat for three hours going who's the fourth who's the fourth and you know one of those ones you don't want to google it because you should know and i said Take me about two or three hours and then it popped in my head aussie RD, um, yeah, you I know you had to go back a wee bit, but uh, West that, Brom, I, wasn't it? He managed West Brom or something. he he did manage Spurs at one stage as yeah, well. He, he managed
2: Spurs with his, yeah. his five not five. Yeah. Yeah, he managed
3: Spurs as well, but I'm not sure he didn't manage West Brom either. Although I'm not sure if that was necessarily the Premier League. It was in about
0: '92. I, I, would clean forgot about him. But anyway, Neil Bielsa p- proved um, he is a man not to be <laughs> not to be underestimated, but Nope. We, we we saw we saw a magnificent goal from Salah. We saw two penalties that really were VAR un- didn't even need to question, and there's no no questions over. But you know we got over the line. I think we limped over the line is the best way of describing it. We didn't have the majority of possession, um, but we looked okay in phases. But I'm a bit concerned, and I've been saying it for for a while now, and and they're not doing anything to allay my fears. Uh, this back five they look a bit out of, out, of, out of sync, out of disjointed. And, you know, we know that they can do it. We know that there's no problem. I'm not calling for heads or anything uh, as extreme as that. We know, but they're just at this moment in time, seems to be a disconnect. We saw it at the tail end of last season after we crossed the line. We saw it in the Community Shield. We saw it again at the weekend. And we just don't look our usual perky self at the back. Van Dyke's just not as commanding as he has been recently. I don't think it's a, a cause for great concern, but Neil, it's still a concern, don't you feel?
3: Yeah, I mean, up, 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 up to a point, uh, it's a, certainly a legitimate sort of um, potential concern. Uh, but to be fair, I mean, you know, the game... You know, you say we get over the line, and I suppose in the end, if you look at how the game went, you could you could look at it that way. But, I mean, certainly I, I didn't feel watching the game ever that we were not going to find an extra goal. I mean, I was, of course, disappointed and, and surprised that we let it get that far <laughs> in terms of it having to be 4-3. Well, I think
0: that's my whole point, Neil. The yeah, fact that we can see the three, it's so out of character, really.
3: It is, it is. But I mean I think you know I think you can you can look at it and say it's all a bit it's all a bit fucked up in terms of preseason in terms of how the players are in terms of getting players back from international duty in terms of Trent was was uh, injured and hadn't played for for quite a while Jordan Henderson had been injured for months didn't play the back end of last season he's coming straight in um Leeds obviously full of beans as well you know uh coming to Anfield with with no fans first first game of the season tw- after 20 odd years nearly well 17 years something like that with, without being in, in the Premier League so massive opportunity for them and and as you rightly say Bielsa didn't disappoint i mean i think what you saw from Leeds was that they had, that they had a, a plan um to exploit certain weaknesses that Bielsa had spotted that potentially other managers hadn't, and that perhaps because of Bielsa's attention to detail, I mean, you know, the uh, probably the most obvious mistake, if you yeah mistake error leading to a goal, whatever, in the game was Van Dyke's um rather casual side flick, the ball over his shoulder, but actually Verge does that all the time. And use nine times out of ten, he gets away with it. In fact, 9.9 times out of 10, he gets away with it because it's just one of those casual things that he does that nobody really anticipates. In other words, it's the
0: first time he's ever got caught out, neatly. Yeah, exactly. Said. Or
3: nobody's close enough to it. And loads of times you see it and you just go, ah, oh, how cool is that? You know, and you go, not, not like, oh, that looks good, but like how casual, how, how calm, how just def- deflating any sense of tension. So, you know, the law of averages says that one time out of ten you you get caught out. Or one time out of a hundred you get caught out. And the reason is Bielsa said to um whoever it was, or you know, his forward players, Bamford I think it was, you know, that's that's how Virgil will try and, and clear the ball if it comes like that and um you know, hang around there basically, you know, to sort of expect that. And it just happens. It just happens like that. They have three shots on target. They score three goals at the same time. You're not really looking at Allison and going, you know, he's had a nightmare there. You know, you, you maybe, maybe question Marshall with the first goal, but the others. I mean, you can't really do much. The Van Dyke mystique we've just discussed, and and the third goal is not. There as Were shots that all. he should
0: never have faced. There yeah. were Shots he should. and let, let's face it, he didn't save anything because they only had three three attempts on target. They scored all three. So I you know.
3: I think it's just one of them. We often have a mad game, the first game of the season. We always seem to score for four goals, or loads of goals, anyway. I mean, 4-3 four, four, against Arsenal, was it? Um, You know, for first game five of season.
0: 5-2 against Chelsea. The 5-2 against Chelsea, with again, with no fans. The night we won yeah, the
3: league. Yeah, 4-1 against... Like, first day of last season, 4-1 against Norwich... First day of the season, four three again. I mean, we like to score four goals on the first day of the season. It seems, so we've done that. We've outscored them, and you know, yeah, are there are there slightly worrying signs there? Yes, is it? It's not a concern for me at this point. Um, I think we we, we were in command of that game, and I'm watching the Chelsea game now, and they're three one up. And for me, we boss leads a lot more than Chelsea have bossed Brighton. Chelsea are. You know they've they've been all right, but the scoreline flatters them. They've had the breaks at the right moments, but but Brighton have had their chances. Whereas Leeds created very very little. I believe the highest their expected goals was um, was rated at was 0.57 or something. I've also seen figures that rated at like 0.37. So I mean we we certainly contributed to their um, to their tally um, in no in no small part. Um, So I suppose you could say there are maybe slight concerns but you would imagine and you would expect us to tighten up um so first day of the season is all about winning and we did plus most Salah was brilliant wasn't he oh,
0: that second that, that second goal is just a it's a it's a thing of beauty i think that's the best way word describing it really really was it's an
3: absolute rocket like isn't it? it's a howitzer you should say like it's
0: you can put it, you put you put two keepers in there you're still not saving it you know you know what I mean it's just Superman it,
3: could have been in there he wouldn't
0: have saved no, it, it just just awesome Beryl I know you share my my sort of apathy around uh, the defense at the moment I, I'm just curious you know uh, from my own point of view you know I don't think it's anything that's not fixable as as, as, as I said the nail there I, I do think it it's it's highly fixable we know this unit of five players, Performs at very very high levels. It's just I think at this moment in time, is how we get that them, them back to that, how we get them switched back on to you know the, the the relentless machine that we were.
1: Yeah, you know, as as Neil rightly pointed out, there were some extenuating factors that uh, or circumstances that um, made us less uh, solid than than we uh, than we were for uh, large parts of the last season, but. Uh, I remember that we started uh, not at our best last season as well, and and the season before, I think. So it's 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 not unlike us to to not start uh, as good as uh, uh, as we get uh, later in the season. Um, so I, I'm I'm expecting and hoping that that uh, you know the machine clicks into gear. Um, but uh, yeah, the the uh, it. Uh, I was uh, a bit concerned, and at the same time, you know, I could see these extenuating uh, circumstances. So uh, uh, I think, you know, my, my feeling was that that, that uh, most of it has to do with, with rustiness and, and not having a proper preseason, and having uh, two players uh, in our first eleven that, uh, that that just come back came back from uh, from uh, injuries. Uh, and, and weren't up to their best in, in Trent and, and Hendo. But, uh, uh, you know, if if uh, if you look past that and, and look to what could be uh, seen as a trend, because, you know, the, the, these weren't the first games that we were, um, you know, uh, conceding more goals than usual. Uh, it, I had the feeling that our... Midfield wasn't pressing as as well as it uh, has been doing, and um, some of it m- maybe has to do with with uh, people like Bielsa um, um, knowing more about how, uh, the way we press and 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 the the, tra- the triggers we use to to press uh, and and working around that, uh, or maybe um, uh, it's it's because our midfield isn't uh, the oiled machine. Uh, it used to be for for quite a while. So yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm not sure what to make of all of this, but uh, I think there is uh, there is enough um, you know there is enough credit in the bank to say they will probably get it right uh, um, soon enough, and and we should just be patient and 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 be happy that we we won as we usually do. Uh, we, we conceded three goals uh, out of. Really, not many chances, and and and, and help them along to say, uh, and and we missed a lot of chances ourselves. So you know, it, it, it's you know, we shouldn't be happy with conceding three goals, but we shouldn't also uh, be you know uh, getting into hot takes and and uh, and knee jerk reactions, etc., and more more of those cliches, uh, thinking everything is crumbling and uh, and uh, we've lost our edge and and things like that. So I. I'm, I, I choose to remain positive and, and remain optimistic and, and think we will get things together. But I think something needs to happen with our midfield. And, uh, and I, I like the, you know, Curtis Jones, uh, when he came in, into the game, uh, the first thing that happened wasn't, wasn't very good. But after that, I thought he played really well. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think maybe he could be part of that uh, uh, part of that the solution that we we are needing. I think.
0: Well, one one can hope. Uh, one, certainly, one thing about the young lad, he certainly doesn't lack in confidence. One thing you can say about him. Um, so you know, I I, I I I quite enjoy whenever he comes on. I, I like to see him getting minutes because out of them all, I think he's the one most likely to break through. Dave, you know, Beryl makes a point there. Nobody's given up on him, certainly, I, I'm not, not. Certainly not calling for heads, but maybe a few heads knocked together to, to, to. You know, look. Let's be honest. We scored four goals first day of the season. We we got three points in the bag. At the end of the day, in two or three weeks, we'll forget all about this and the fact that we've conceded three. But you know what I mean, Dave? There's bits and pieces that need tightened up. Um, I think that I think that's the 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 side of it. And you know, I know that you don't feel that Leeds. Played astoundingly well, and, and my question for you is more on along those lines. You know, you know, what, what was it that Leeds played so well, or was it that we were just lax?
2: I think Leeds played really well. I still think that four three absolutely flattered them. Um, you know, they they worked so hard. Um, they made thirty three tackles in the game, the most a club size ever faced the Premier League, um, so that just is a, a microcosm of
0: how hard. Do you, this, do you not feel that this is what we're now going to face? As you know, given no, the fact we had no. a 30-year wait, given the fact that, you know we're now champions, that no. you know there was always a step up when you played, but you're now playing the fucking champions of fucking everything in, in, yeah. in, in well, the last two seasons. It's a yeah. massive incentive.
2: It is. It is a massive incentive, and it was a massive incentive for them. And it was. It was the. It was the, the plum tie of of the first week of the season, and you know all the games are on TV now. So you know they came wanting to prove a point, and you know Bielsa is is, is you know notoriously meticulous in his preparation. You know there's a quote from Guardiola where Bielsa came up to him when he was, I think, uh, Athletic Bilbao manager, and um, he had a meeting with him afterwards, and. and he explained all the preparation that he had done um, and this and that and the other. And Guardiola said to him, you know more about my team than I do. And Bielsa replied, well, why did we lose 4-1 then? Um, but that, that was shown with the, with the Bamford goal, as, as Chief explained earlier on. So, you know, there's loads of mitigating factors here. But to be honest, it's a little bit of arrogance, maybe a little bit of sloppiness maybe, a little bit of the fact that we have to remember this is the first game of the season. There has been absolutely no pre-season. Um, I think half-time came and went and we were utterly dominant in the second half. And I think that needs, we need to be really, really clear about that. Utterly dominant in the second half. They get one chance and they stick it away. Um, and it's a really, really good goal.
0: No, well, As we said pre-pod, David, I think we all agreed on it. We all felt it was, you know, a case of getting that, you know, two goals in front and they would have, they would have buckled. And we never managed to get those two goals in front. They kept pegging us back, and every time they peg pegged us back, it gave them hope.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and it, it gave them that extra energy to run about, make all those tackles, and make it really difficult for us. And you know, they they mitigated our press a little bit by bypassing the midfield a lot. Um, you know, it was a clear tactic to hit those long long balls and try and get people into the channels um, and it worked for them it worked for them in three occasions and on those three occasions they managed to score goals on all of them so I think it's a little bit of a weird game I think we create loads of chances and we create loads of really really good chances and um, and we've got Mo Salah and Mo Salah now takes really good penalties as opposed to just scoring shit penalties which is always a good thing And he looks like, not just sharp, but razor sharp. Um, And he was left off every awards list going last season. Every awards list going, Mo Salah's name was conspicuous in its absence. And I'm sure, knowing everything that we know about Salah, he looked at that and went, well, is that right, boys?
0: Is that right? Well, do you know what? Well, he loves what? he loves winning the Golden Boot, Dave, and, well, and I would, that wouldn't have gone down well with him. It's a it's a big individual honour for him.
2: It's an individual honour, but I think the fact that the recognition wasn't there for the player that he was, and I'm sure that he has just went uh, right lads. He said, "Okay, we'll just here. Hold on. What you see? Yeah, what do you see this? Yeah, what do you see this? You see this? Um, and he went out there, and I think it's you know. He's had a fit. He has had probably more time off than most. Um, no international football, no stupid trips away. They haven't had to go and do their, they haven't had to go and do their promotional tours of which he probably carries the burden of the participation in and the demand for, for appearances and signings and all this sort of carry on. So, you know, he turned up there and he looked like they'd just taken him out of a box shiny and new and rolled them out onto the pitch um so if that's the most out we're going to see this year that's going to carry us a long long way a long long way to to retaining well, retaining
0: Dave, you know, the league you, title you, you make a, a good point there and i, I think we touched on a previous pod but i thought bobby Firmino was excellent but finishing aside but that's not really what we really marvel about bobby um, You know, and again, you're talking about a player that hasn't had a rest in five years, who had that time during the lockdown. And I really, I, I don't know, there's just something in me that feels that we're going to get a really big season out of Bobby this season.
2: I think we'll get big seasons out of out of a lot of players that we don't expect, and I think... It's weird. I think you'll see this season a lot of teams ease their way, not ease their way into it, but they'll take a bit longer than normal to find their form and find their, as Klopp likes to call it, rhythm. And we rely more so on rhythm than most teams do. So I think that's going to take us a while, maybe five, six games. Um, And I think the fact that they come thick and fast. I'm interested to see what we do, League Cup, in, in a week's time or whatever because does he use that as a pre-season game to get some more minutes and legs or does he just throw the reserves out? I've got no idea. Um, but I think it's this is I think we can't... Well,
0: what what we would can't, you do, Dave? What would you do in that League Cup game? Would you put the minutes in them or would you put your youth team out?
2: I think it depends which player it is and I think it depends on all the analytics and the stats and stuff like that. So for example Fabinho, for me, I've been quite vocal about this. I think You know, since he had that injury at the start of last season, I don't think we've seen the same player. Even when he came back, I did not think we saw the same player. Um, I think he's been a little bit sluggish. I don't think his form's quite been there. Um, I think he's one that could do with getting minutes in legs and getting a rhythm going. And I think it's... Burrell made a point about the midfield earlier on. Um, I think defensively, you know, particularly the third goal, midfield's pretty static and there's runners all over the place. I think... The midfield function best when you have that Fabinho and Henderson plus one, you generally Alden because I think what Wijnaldum and Henderson can do better than anybody else is they can drop in and fill in for Fabinho and they can kind of act as like that double pivot sort of thing. Let Fabinho, you know, stride forward and try and win balls aggressively. And um when he does that, unless you have one of those in behind him, we kind of get a little bit exposed. And you know, I don't think it's a coincidence Henderson goes off. I think Henderson goes off and Jones comes on and bang the goal scored. So, you know, there's bits and pieces that need to be looked at, Dave. I can get why people would say that we're concerned. But ultimately, like I say, I think that's a little bit of a freak. I don't think you're going to see teams score with with all their chances. Concerns justified, I get
0: that. It's it's not panic, Dave, as I say. we're, We're not looking for heads, just bang them together and get back to what we know that they can do, the levels that they're capable of.
2: Yeah, and it's not the worst thing in the world conceding three goals and Klopp being able to point that and going, lads, you know, you can't give chances up like that in this league because this is what happens. And we're lucky we've got this fellow over here in the corner that fucking scored a hat-trick, you know, um, Mm. playing for us and not them. So, yeah, um, I think that's not the worst. It's not the worst scenario in the world to go into Chelsea at the weekend with.
0: No, absolutely not. And they... will I don't know whether I don't know whether you, you, you picked this up. I read it this morning. I thought it quite interesting. Um, that one of the newspapers that had got um, maybe should come to Beryl, but I'll certainly give Beryl a shout at this one. Had had used a psychologist, basically, or, or someone who reads body language. For forgive me, I don't know the word, and seems to think that Jurgen Klopp is a bit agitated at the moment, a bit frustrated by the lack of signings because of the, the manner in which he delivers his words and so on. Um, it wasn't his happy-go-lucky self, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, that that he feels there's maybe an addition needed. I think, look, from what we saw there, the first game of the season, you know, I know the Tiago thing's still very much ongoing. There's different reports and different noises. But, you know, there's very little to add on what we've already covered extensively in this pod. I personally still think the guy comes. But after seeing that, I, I think he's even more welcome.
1: I, I think you, you can and, – and you don't need to be a psychologist to, to read uh, someone's uh, nonverbal cues that they're agitated. But I, I don't think you can read what their motivation is to be agitated. So, you know, I think it's – uh would well, be The newspaper article,
0: Beryl, Bar- <laughs> basically intimated that, you know, when questioned around additions to the squad, he became quite antsy, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, you know, maybe he was uh, – getting agitated of being asked the same thing again so you know it, it's uh, uh in our in our line of work um uh, we don't get to guess what someone's motivations are you, you can uh, and and anyone can do that um, uh, um you know you can you can guess but uh you can see if someone is agitated or or or, or angry or, or whatever but you don't know why they are
0: no, absolutely. I just thought it was a bit rich, you know, is, is this, as far as we're going now, we're, we're, a manager's press conference is psychoanalyzed, you know, it's, 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 is this the new levels of the game, you know? But well, Dave, nothing,
2: talk- about, nothing about this pre-season is going to please Klopp, is it? Nothing no, about this pre-season no. is going to please him.
0: Absolutely. Now, what, what what's your view on the Thiago Gate scandal that is continuing to to, to plague our club? Is he or isn't he this week?
3: I think nothing seems. I think he is. I think we've got till October the 5th. So there's plenty coming in the transfer window. I think we just need to remember and rewind a couple of years when it was always like this and stuff happened, always happened in the last few weeks of the window. Now we weren't necessarily involved in those, uh, in those trades or in those, in those purchases in, in those days, but lots of other clubs were. And now, Given the situation, it looks like we are. I think Uli Hoeneß came out today and said that we're Liverpool or he accused Liverpool of holding uh, of attempting blackmail because we're going to wait until the last week of the window to make our offer, you know. And basically, he walks for free in January anyway, so they're going to have to accept it, kind of thing.
0: But that, um, makes, perfect, that makes perfect business sense, and it's exactly what we would, you know,
3: what, th- what th- seems th- like we're going to do.
0: So, I, you th- do you not ever feel that, you know, that everybody goes. Well, we wanted Fabinho, we went and got him. We wanted Van Dijk, we went and got him. We wanted Al. Yeah, but we we don't need Tiago in the same way as we needed them. He's not going to change us that much. The likes of an Allison, the likes of a of Van Dijk. You know what I mean? And and also
3: he's, gonna, he's, he's no, he's not going to do that. You're absolutely right. But I think when you look at the season ahead you you can you can't have too many you can't have too many bodies no, essentially I, I,
0: yeah but 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 the waiting another what 4 or 5 weeks to get him doesn't really impact that no, because you will that, have him uh, at those stages of the season you when christmas comes
3: we? as we record it's september september the, fourth, september yeah. the 14th so you got 3 weeks essentially till the transfer window closes um so waiting that long won't, won't hurt and if if we don't get him then and he doesn't move which seemed seemed very unlikely a while ago, but if he if we do try and hold out till January, well, that's another couple of months. But I still don't reckon that's going to happen because we'll face more competition in January if he's a free agent. Um, I would say we'll get it wrapped up. I would say it's 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 probably going to happen. Uh, there'll probably be other moves happening. Even James Pierce seemed to suggest today or over the last few days that other moves are, are likely to happen. Uh, we'll probably see movement in some of our lads as well going out, uh, because as always, you know what it's like—the the three weeks left in the transfer window and not that much has happened. Whoa, big surprise! You know, last three, last week or last couple of weeks—it's always when the stuff happens, and it might be a bit less than normal, but I think we talk about all this—this this post-COVID and yada yada—but one thing I guess clubs are going to really going to be desperate is that they're not going to want to go down. They're not, not even going to want to risk that. And there are a few clubs there. I mean, you, you look at how West Ham started. They're, they're, they're in the market for players. Villa
2: haven't kicked the ball yet.
0: Look at how Tottenham started.
2: <laughs> look how Spurs can I Can I weigh in on this? Can yeah. I weigh in on this? Because I, go for it. I get I get your point, Steve, where players or clubs may panic by, but I have a feeling more so than anything else this is gonna the longer clubs wait the bigger advantage because this is a sellers this is a buyer's market clubs are under increasing pressure to bring in cash from somewhere you know any sort of any sort of cash at all you know look at look at united they have just they've just decided to just to tell sanchez just to just to fuck off basically they said we don't and care Sancho if we don't get any money told, for you.
0: Pull them the same thing. Oh well, well, well. We, we, you know, we've, we've just.
2: They just needed him off off the wage bill. Juventus are desperate to sell players. Desperate. I think you'll see people. You know, I think think you'll see derisory bids for the likes of Rabio or Ramsey or, you know, even if you look at Real Madrid, they're in the same sort of position because because of the wages that they're paying people. You know, maybe Asencio, a centio. There's a 25 million pound bid put in for a centio by somebody um, close to the end of the window. But I think clubs are clubs are going to, especially the super clubs. If you like, you know, they're going to wait and they're going to wait and they're going to wait until clubs are desperate for cash to go and offer them just something um, for players. Um, and I think that you probably are going to see a depreciation in the market because of
0: it. Well, here, do you know? I, I, I read there recently that uh, they're real. Juventus, you mentioned Juventus; they're desperate to get rid of Douglas Costa, uh, open to any kind of, and that's already Dave. They're
3: dis- i mean, they're desperate to get rid of a, a load of players, and I think Dave is absolutely right on that. Like the market will be depressing; it absolutely is a, a buyer's market. But I think that's why you'll see moves in in the last week, especially because there will be some clubs who are who are in a position where they can hang on and they don't need to sell and they're, you know, they're financially sound and they're sorted, but there will be other clubs out there who will need the money and have, will have to take the, the you know, the seals and that will facilitate other seals and, and so on and so on. So, yeah, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, you can't really talk about the the, the transfer market and, and how it's been and or how, how it's going to pan out when you've still got three weeks to go and, there's so much posturing to be done in all the major leagues before it actually closes.
0: I think the point in all of this is, with Tiago anyhow, is he has made it abundantly clear his destination, and this is just squ- it, this is the square dance going on while the window ticks down, and that's honestly the way I see it.
3: That's that's what I see as well. I mean, I I really wouldn't be surprised if we did. And I've said this, I think, the whole way along. If we have had a 25 million bid, 25 million euros, whatever it is, with whatever add-ons, I'm not sure, on the table for quite a while, and they've been trying and trying and trying to drum up some more than that and trying, and as time's gone on, we're probably even thinking about reducing it (laughs) because, because we're so sure of this. And it seems now that really there is nobody else. Interested. There are no serious links, and it seems that Liverpool are very, very calm on the subject. Klopp was asked about it pre-leads, and he, he 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 laughs about it and stuff, and he doesn't say no at all. And it just things are happening. I can't say anything about that. I can't say anything about doesn't doesn't even bat it away so much. It's just it, it it's jovial, and you know it's
0: uncommon. That's what you're saying.
3: Yeah, and you were asking. You mentioned, asked, asked Burrell earlier about the psychology and them saying that the, the guy saying on, on Brazilian TV or whatever that he, that he seemed agitated and stuff. I, I don't think he did. Whenever I saw the press conference or, bi- or bits of the press conference anyway, I just thought he, he actually he looked fair. in good form to me. Yeah, he seemed fairly relaxed on it. Uh, and Liverpool as a club in general seemed relaxed on it. Um, it's just one of those where the hype's. Hib's gotten up. Obviously, it's a really good player, and, and fans have gotten a bit ooh, ooh, ooh about things. Yes, you know we are in a position of strength, and be great to to go out and sign the players. But you, you can also understand the club's fears when when now it looks like well when it seems abundantly clear that there's no real linear pathway to getting fans back in the stadium. There's no real linear pathway to getting out of COVID where it's very up and down and back and forth and you can be thrown back into lockdowns and bans and whatever. So, Well,
0: do you care know? particularly bad about that. There was fans there at, uh, in France yesterday um, at the PSG game and it was, it was a joy to see. Yeah, the, the fans
3: are allowed in, in, in France which uh, which is cool because obviously they've managed to, to work it out I'm not sure, but in Germany it's the same, there are no fans going to be in the Bundesliga and uh, they're trying to get plans for I think up to 5,000 fans, uh, because that's the... But, but you just you know, know
0: with the fucking, the, the arsholery I think is the best way of, of describing yeah. the UK's response to COVID Um, that, you know, most likely Premier League is going to be the last one back with fans, that's that's the point I'm making the-
3: well, well, yeah, well exactly, because they're Like I said, there's no, there doesn't seem to be a linear approach. There's no, there's no, you can't see it. You can't see the the point, you know, the end point. But, um, but yeah, it's, I I think probably Thiago will come and we may make other signings. And I think there'll be plenty of of action and inverted commas for a lot of clubs in the last week or 10 days of the window.
2: Yep, I, I still think Tiago is. The, I still think Tiago is the break glass if Genie decides to leave option, and I don't think we see him.
0: I don't think Genie's leaving now, Dave. The well, there and, and,
2: and there and there you have the answer. I think. I think from what I've what read, the club's priorities are still a centre half and a, a, a forward player. I think, and as we talked about this at the start of the year, midfield's way right down the list of of where we of where we actually need someone. You know, so. Um, I, I think unless Dani goes, we don't see Thiago until next year on a free.
3: But then there are no links to any centre halves, and the and the best links to a forward are either Saar or your man Daka from uh, from from um,
2: South yeah. Park. And I think if any of I think if any of, any no of if any of those guys are I think if any yeah I think if any of those guys are going to come in, that will that will be reliant on players going out, and the problem is. You Know no one's no one's making a bid for Harry Wilson, um, no one's making bids for security, no one's making bids for Origi, and that yep. is again yep. d- yet, ag- yep. yet again, yeah. And that is down to the point that I made earlier on, you know, where we're not, we're not, there's I don't think there's any but word you, we're getting not, 20, you, 20 million pounds for Harry Wilson, I don't think there's but, any but word dear, we're getting 20, you, million per, 20 million for Harry Wilson now, or not anything not, like I, that for Origi. I Arigi. think that's fair. I think that's
0: fair. Do you not feel that? You know, that, that Saar and Dhaka are the two other players that have been mute, muted coming to us. I think it's dependent on whether we get Thiago. If we get Thiago, we go for the cheap option in Daka. If we don't get him, we go for uh, Saar. Would anybody subscribe?
1: No, no, it's, it's an interesting theory. So, yeah, it, 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 it might make sense. It's... Uh uh, all of what you, all of you have said makes sense in, in, in that. Uh, um, but um, yeah, it, it's true that, and, and it was clear from from the start, of course, but you know, uh, last year we were making some some calculations that, you know, we would get 20 million for, for Harry Wilson, we would make get uh, for Gruwich, uh, and uh, who else do we have? Maybe Origi would leave, and maybe Shakiri would leave and uh, yeah and, and 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 maybe they, they still might leave and, and maybe they might still um uh, bring us 20 million because you know uh, how, how is is uh, what's his name wilson uh, I, I forgot his first name but from bournemouth to you? to newcastle no the other one uh, the, the the one from bournemouth uh, bournemouth uh, the, the striker callum wilson yeah so you know, you know th- here's here's a, a striker living off uh, some image that people seem to have of him, that he is prolific or something. But uh, you know, he really isn't. Um, uh, uh, Harry Wilson played in the in, in the same team, and and uh, I I don't know the exact numbers, but I don't think he he scored uh, uh, much less in 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 in, in uh, fewer minutes. But uh, so y- you don't. I'm yeah, I'm not still not sure that we uh, we won't get money for them, but you know it might be too late, and it's it's pretty sure, uh, pretty uh, clear that uh, you know the way our club is being op- uh, operated that we don't have cash to spare if if we don't sell. So that much is clear. So I, I don't think we have um, lots of uh, lots of margins to to throw around like like clubs uh, like Chelsea have, but. Even clubs like Aston Villa and Newcastle seem to have, um, uh, and and that part of it is a bit frustrating. You know, I'm, I'm not uh, the sort of fan that wants new toys and, and wants us to, to spend big and, and, and get uh, get in players all the time, because, you know, we have a, a really good team as it is. But um, uh, there are also some, some, some problems we need to fix, and... Dan Lovren was not our best player in defense, but he had a, 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 you know, when when did he play? When we needed someone who could had the ball, and and he didn't always do it uh, very well. But you know, it, 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 if you can, if you look at Gomez and and look at um, his his least quality, it, it's probably his his ability to have the ball. And you have Matip, who can uh, you know is a better header because he's taller. But uh, you know he he breaks down uh, 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 quite quite a quite a bit so you, you probably need a centre back can you play Fabinho? so it wouldn't be strange to 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 say that uh, that our priorities are a centre back and a, a winger uh, and we have we've discussed the Thiago links at length. And he would bring something, bring something that we don't have. I think uh, he, he is the player that Nabiketa, uh was supposed to be, and maybe will still become, but you know isn't at this point. I believe. So yeah, I, I, we're all in waiting, and and uh, and, and I, I would have liked us to have dealt with it before the season started, but uh, everything is strange at this point, and and we are in. Uh, mid September and, and the season just started. So yeah, it it's uh, I I'm uh confused, frustrated and at the same time optimistic. Uh it, it's it's um it, yeah, I am still hoping for some action from our side, but uh, uh I I don't know what will happen. I I I can't I can't tell.
0: No, indeed. Uh, only time will tell Beryl. <laughs> that's that's the truth of it. But talking about time, um, it's time we talked about Fat Frank's fantasy football team. Uh that he has expen- you know, we're talking about scrimping and saving here. Uh next up for us is Chelsea, um, Neil. Um as I say, fant- it's like fantasy football there at the minute. I think we spent two hundred and fifty million or the guts of it on this new squad. Um good time to be going to the bridge, I would say.
3: Yeah, um, Chelsea are uh, uh, everyone's tip. Every pundit's tip to be challenging, quote unquote, and and a surefire bet. And some pundits have them win in the league, and some pundits have us in third. And
0: but they had real managers. Whenever went, yeah. whenever Abramovich first opened his checkbook, it was for top top managers. We're talking about Frank Lampard here.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, Lampard, obviously the jury's still out because he's such a novice um, at this level. And, you know, he, he, he did well, quote unquote, last year. Um, but last year was an odd year. We, we talked pre-pod how 66 you, is a steal. Do you, is a do you not feel
0: that, 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 that he'll be under massive pressure now having spent that money? It's a completely different beast for him.
3: Well, it, he certainly he'll certainly be under the microscope a lot more. Um, there's no doubt about that. They'll, they'll, I mean, I think some people some will say, you know, you've got to give them time to gel. Which, to be to be fair, you absolutely do. But that's the whole point. I don't think that they gel all those players this season well enough and quickly enough to maintain a, a legitimate threat to to the title. And 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 even with the you know. With the improvement of the other clubs potentially around them, the likes of Arsenal, for example, and we're not sure what Man United are gonna do, you know, they they could they could have a fight on even for even for top four. Now, I've just watched them tonight in their in their first game, and if we have the possession and play, you know, if we, we, we play our passing football in our possession game um in and around their box like Brighton did, then we're gonna score goals. Um as long as we are we are on form and a little bit sharp. Now we also discussed pre-pod how I certainly feel that we're we're not clinical enough and sometimes we're we're a little bit too relaxed about the chances that we get. But you know, if Mo salas in the form that that he showed, if if we do get the possession in and around their box like Brighton had tonight, we will score goals. I mean, Chelsea have that problem in that they still haven't got a new keeper in. And even if they do have one in by next week, he'll be making his debut. Probably not the best debut for him.
0: Um, I'm not in front of the best fucking four either, to be fair.
3: Well, exactly. Thiago Silva, question marks whether he'll be fit. And if it is, it'll be his debut as well. They've got issues at the back in general. Um, So, yeah, you know, and they're, and they're, they're really exciting new players. Well, it's going to take them time to gel. and Who knows? It could be one where they all suddenly click and bam, they start. But it, it, it would be very, very unlikely given the evidence we, we have and the experience we have of, of how long it takes players to, to settle and, and certainly how long it takes to gel essentially a whole new team. I, th- I think i put it at about eight first-team players potentially that they've signed um, this summer and they were unsure of their best side last year, I would say. I think it's fair to say. um. It was, it was, more, just, it was more
0: justifiable, I think, last season, it, than it would be this season.
3: Yeah, but you're bringing in eight new first-team players to a team that you weren't 100% sure about the, the season before, and you're trying to amalgamate all that. So it's a difficult job for Lampard. It would be a difficult job for anyone. So I would be very surprised if Chelsea hit the heights that this season that some of the pundits are predicting. It's going to be some game uh we've gotten we've, we've we've gotten our first three points of the season which is always massively important as i said that the name of the game in the first game is to win but we will um if we've got six out of six this time next week we'll be i think we'll be sitting a lot prettier in our own heads
0: no and i and, and you know what i don't see any reason why we can't do that
3: no i i i would second that i think we we can and we should but um yeah, it's going to be a test because they're going to want to beat us. I and mean, Lampard's got that needle as well. And about you know, he lost the plot of Klopp and there's been a lot of talk about that. And Klopp had a, a, a dig over fi- over transfers and Lampard sort of hit back laughing at it and stuff. So, you know, they're going to want to beat us. So if we can, if we can put the points on the board next week, then, you know, 6 out of 6 is a really good start.
0: Absolutely. No, and Frank had come out and said he wanted to calm the, the argument down. Klopp came in and wound it up again. Bit of mind games there, I, I am sure. Beryl, where, where do you stand on Chelsea having watched them tonight? Do you, do you share that uh, optimism that, that Neil and I do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, I, I watched them and, and you know, they did have a, a, a transfer window, you know, which, which could make you Jealous if you if you were shallow and and, and I am so I, I was a bit jealous. So uh, you know we wanted Werner and uh, and I, I wasn't uh, too keen on Werner, uh, Werner, but you know I, I would have I would have liked him as an alter- alternative. But I was really really keen was on it Harvard. Fourth
0: so choice, and, I think that's what you said. Yeah, fourth choice it uh, would have been okay.
1: Yeah, but you know I I, I, I genuinely think that Ismail Sarr is a is a better option than than Werner but um you know having said that um um and you know i might be wrong about that but you know having said that uh, Harvard's w- was someone i, I really really w- would would have wanted to, uh, at liverpool and and he was really bad today <laughs> and you know i enjoyed that little uh, because i am still shallow but uh, I- I- if they try to play the way they played against Brighton because Brighton Boston just doesn't have the quality to uh, to beat uh, uh beat a, a team like 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 Chelsea um it, it was th- 3-1 for for Chelsea and and I think all goals well except the one Zuma scored uh, uh were uh, were keeper's mistakes I think uh, you know that 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 tells you enough and and if they get their new keeper in uh, j- just like neil said they, he would probably not play and if he would play he would he would be um in for uh, uh, an interesting uh, a debut so uh,
0: I'll put I, him think, uh, a I think the worst yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I,
1: you know one thing we we can be sure of because Werner uh, will feel that uh, that we you know, he will feel a, a bit uh, because, you know, he he literally said that he wanted to come and join us and, and we didn't want to pay the money that, that Chelsea did want to pay. So he will feel uh, like a, a, what's it called? Like a... Like a,
0: a reject. <laughs> a <yeah>. Liverpool reject.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, let's avoid the euphemisms. You're right. Uh, and uh, he, he might be motivated to, to score against it, but, but you know, uh, and maybe he will, but, um, w- while they still have Kepa, while they still have that defense that uh, doesn't know to defend, and while they're still being managed by by, uh, by Frank Lampard, who probably can tell his, his, his uh, attacking midfield and his attackers a bit uh, what he wants them to do, but clearly doesn't know how to organize a defense – uh, I think w- we we should be able to to you know um, pick uh you know pick their boat. Uh, no, no, this, this not what I want to say. Just I, I just I think we should be able to beat them comfortably if we stay concentrated and 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 have uh, don't have the, the 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 defensive lapses that we had uh, uh, against Leeds. Let's see with what midfield uh, and uh, um, Klopp goes against them. Uh, I'm not sure it will be the same midfield we had uh, this week.
0: No, absolutely, Beryl. Um, I, I think you know the, the inexperience of Frank Lampard plays into this as, uh, as well, regardless of how good the players are. Dave, where, where are you on uh, Frank's fantasy football team? Or are you think, like the rest of us, we, we can... We You know, I think we we have enough, even with our concerns in defence, to slip past them.
2: Well, first of all, I think we have less concerns in defence than they have. So we can start there if you want.
0: Um, We we have a concern that that our very, very good defence has has looked a bit wobbly. That's a concern. It's not an issue or anything. I'm not saying it's an issue. It's just a concern at this stage. It's
2: a little worry. It's a little worry. It's a little worry that you would like to see that kind of... Uh, complacency um, replaced with solidity yeah, again. Yeah, you know, and that, 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 those issues need to be arrested sooner rather than later. And I get that. You know, that being said, I think um, if Chelsea do send a new keeper between now and then, I think that he will start because anything has got to be better than your man. Um, so if a new keeper starts, I think that's probably us starting on minus one because you can be pretty sure that Kep is going to give us a goal. Um, he gives most teams goals, and I think that was the case tonight again. Um, but, you know, Chelsea has never been an easy place to go. Fans are no fans. It's not. This isn't going to be an easy game. Um, it's just one of those grounds that we go to and we H- hence slog. I
0: said slip, slip past them it's just a bit yeah. slip past them
2: well probably kind of bludgeon our way past them because it's it's going to be that sort of game where it's, it's going to be it's we're going to have to dig in and it's going to be tough and you know it was tough last year it was 2-1 with two set piece goals um, the year before it was you know a last minute equaliser from the fucking Daniel Sturridge worldly. I think that was the year before so you know, I would be surprised if we go and beat them easily. Um, but, at the same time, um, they've got match winners on their side. You know, they might not gel together. And, and Chief's probably right, it's going to take them probably longer than some people think for this team to gel together. And certainly for for Lampard to, to figure out who his best eleven is. I think there's one thing you can say about this Liverpool team is, you know, at least nine of the 11, probably 11 of the 11 if you're going for the real big games. You know what that team's going to look like. I haven't got a fucking clue who these Chelsea's are from front to back, that is. you know, um, That's not just counting the attacking players that they have. I don't know who their best back four is. Um, I think that as Azpilicueta moved to centre-half tonight. Um, so there's... There's a lot of questions. I think set-pieces will play an important part. They're notoriously bad at set-pieces, like really, really bad at set-pieces. And we're really good at set-pieces. So um, I fancy Virgil to get in the score sheet. I feel like he's going to have one of those seasons where he scores like 10 or 12 goals. It's going to be like a ridiculous amount of goals he's going to score. Um, so, you know, it's... I hope we win. I think we'll win. I think you know, a lot will depend on how fit Hendo is. It was clear that he really wasn't up to scratch on
0: on You can understand Saturday, that though, Dave. A hundred percent.
2: hundred percent. But I think the important thing is the Klopp just fucking starts him. Klopp doesn't care. Klopp just says, I don't if you can get on the pitch in any shape or form, get on the pitch and he does. So, you know, a lot will and then uh, you know, I know it's probably more down to the fact that we've changed rather than who we've changed, but it's not going to help matters. The fact that it's lit, literally the minute he walks off the picks that we concede an equalizer on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I feel that we'll have enough. I think if we're smart, if we're patient, if we defend properly like we can, if we've got a functional, um, fit midfield, if we've got Fabinho you know, with the level of intensity that he needs to be, if we've got Henderson maybe, with an extra fifteen or twenty percent um, after getting some minutes in, or is like his that, that was literally that's the start of his preseason that game, so it's going to take him a while. Um, but considering the games that we have coming up, there's no easy ones there. Um, you know, I think we've got we've got Arsenal at home that normally would be ideal, but this is not the same flaky Arsenal that we've seen the last five or six years. Um, and we've got Everton away which but, sure, but, but think, surely
0: we, we prepare for those on, on those new realities you know what I mean we do we do prepare for them
2: and I think this is another this is another very very important point on Chelsea I think half time is going to be massive because we talked about Bielsa's you know meticulous nature and his, his, um reliance on analytics and we're fairly reliant on analytics as well and we're really good at half time but One thing we don't have is any sort of sample size on what this Chelsea side do or what these players players intend to do. We know nothing about it. We have absolutely you you could probably maybe predict five players that will start against Liverpool. You know, I've got no idea. Well,
0: when when you don't have an idea who your goalkeeper is going to be, it's a bad start, Dave. Like to be fair.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't make things any easier for us, you know. We've got no idea what the, what these guys are going to do. Uh, Klopp's spoken in length about, you know, showing showing the likes of Mane and Salah for Firmino you know, where to go and find the space. Now, I, I would say that there'll be a fair amount of space with it being Chelsea, but at the same time, it doesn't help with the preparation. So I think what he sees in the first half is probably going to be what would be his pre-match preparation. So, you know, I think the first half's going to be very strange, um and then maybe settle down at half time. And you got you had that a little bit with Leeds as well, you know. Um B was smart, BLC changed things up. Um and we reacted really well to it at halftime and I would expect something similar to happen um against Chelsea. So that's that's an interesting point. Um maybe a shout for us to be a little bit clever and say, Well, do you know what we're gonna do, Frank? You got this big massive sample size and I and I you really don't have a lot of time to work with these players. So we're just going to switch to that, you know, that four-two-one-three, and just fuck Minamino in there and see how you manage to cope with that. However, I'm not sure how likely that is given the attacking talent on pitch. I think Klopp, being the pragmatist that we know and love, will probably start with a midfield three, which are a bit more industrious than throwing Minamino in there.
0: Hmm, there's maybe a possibility second half, without a doubt, Dave. Listen, just to close things out, I'll stick with you, Dave. Um, I, My my own prediction, I, I'm going for a 2-1 win for us. I think it'll be tight enough, like and I, I was supposed to say we just slip past him. What's your own view, Dave?
2: I think this, people are going to say, goals in this game, goals in this game. I think this could be like 1-0. Hmm.
0: Interesting, interesting. Now I, I, I'm going for the three goals. I think it's a, a two-one. So it, it seems seems right. Although I'd we'll take a three-one very handy. Beryl, yourself. How how do you see it going out? What's your scoreline prediction? It,
1: it was two-one last year, right? And uh, um, I, I, I yeah, I, I'm I'm seeing the narrative Werner scoring his goal, but you know us being better. Yeah, two-one is, is is yeah. I, I go. I'll go. I'd go with that.
0: Good man. And yourself, chief. What, what, what are we thinking? I
3: don't know. I think it could be could be quite high scoring.
0: Didn't? Wasn't it five
3: two or five three the last time we
0: played? Five, five two. The night we won the league, but that's no fan Five three. Or five three. Five was it? three. It
3: was five three.
0: I, I I don't see that being repeated. I, I really don't.
3: I don't see. I don't see five three. But I mean, the first game was a bit nuts. I see us trying to, 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 to kind of stem that and, and, um, and keep them out as much as possible. But having said that, you know, I, to be honest, I see us, I see us going there and, and, and getting the win. And I would, the ideal would be like a 2-0. Um, yeah, I don't know though. I don't
0: know. Now, I'd be with you on. You see, if we hadn't watched, we watched the weekend there. I'd have been with you on two 0 I would love two nil, but I'm giving them a goal.
3: Yeah, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But will will Klopp and uh, and the team be be working on on the defense all week, just basically going like we need to we need to shut this down a bit. Um, well,
0: only, I was watching Stevie Nicol on ESPN, and basically that's what he said. Uh, basically, he doesn't. He's quite concerned about it, and he thinks that they need to go back back to basics. It's, it's something that's maybe been a bit neglected because it was such a well functioning unit, and they just need to go back to basics with it.
2: Well, we saw this last year, didn't we? We saw yeah, this exactly. last year after like, they got madcap first game. We went right, let's knock out the fucking head. Get let's 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 drill it back. Let's be defensive. Let's be solid. Let's focus primarily on what we do without the ball. Um, so I, I I agree, and I would like to revise my um my prediction with a caveat to say that if Chelsea sign a goalkeeper, it'll be one 0 If they don't, it'll be two 0
3: Yeah. Well, what what and if I, they
0: sign a goalkeeper and he doesn't play?
3: Then it'll be two nil. <laughs> Listen, I think I think they'll sign a goalkeeper, and I think I think Dave Donnan's right. If they do sign him, he will play because Kepa is. Is gone and he's a dead man walking you can you can see that like he's treading Do you think somebody there. will pay a
0: world record fee for him this time? <laughs> <Are they>? and,
3: <laughs> but you know you, you can break a goalkeeper if you throw him in first game against Liverpool so I think you know I said earlier that, that you know they'll be up for it yada, yada, but we'll be bang up for it I mean we'll want to go there and show them doesn't fucking matter how much you spend. We're, we're we're this is our manner. This is our this is our league.
0: We are champions.
3: We're champions. Use your pretenders and get the fuck back down into your place. So that's what we're gonna want to go and do. Um. So I can see us wanting to, yeah, really wanting to, you know, to put on a command of performance, and a two or three nil. I don't think it's beyond the realms. No,
0: I'll say I just I just have the the concerns that have that have plagued me basically <laughs> since the end of last season I just want to see them gone I want to see what as you say the ability to take that lead and then just go Do you know what you're not passing if you have another chance we'll take it but you ain't passing and that's 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 the part of of that team that I loved we were so defensively sound we gave up so little we could sit on a lead you'd no panic about us sitting on a lead and that and that's basically what I want to see us back I mean, the thing, the
3: thing with, with Chelsea is, and you've already pointed it out with, without us actually sort of honing in on this exact thing, is that, yeah, they've, they've, they've got new personnel. A, they haven't gelled, which you have said, but B, they've got the same manager. And Jurgen Klopp has played Frank Lampard before, several times, and I think he's beaten him on every occasion. Isn't that right? The Super Cup, we beat them, albeit on penalties. Except the yeah. FA Cup, but can't
0: really okay,
3: a, a cup match where we, I think, we weren't that invested in. Perhaps no, but oh. they're going to play in a... But at league. but at Stamford Bridge, nonetheless. We're, yeah, but we beat them in the league at Stamford Bridge, didn't we? And we, and we beat them in the yep. league at Anfield, then, yeah, you're right, they might score a goal. They might bloody our nose, but I think we're, we're going to look to try and, 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 and minimise their chances, as you say. I think we're going to look to put on a command of performance and performance, and I think we will do it. I mean, if this team has shown anything over the years, over the last few years, it's that when they really want to put someone to the sword, they can do it. When they really want to show who they are, like Leicester last season, for example, or
0: do you, do you think, you think last weekend's gonna play into that, play into their heads we've exceed the three? There's been some like there's been some negative noises um in the press, Neil. Do you think that that maybe spurs us on? Absolutely.
3: Well I mean there people have been talking about Virgil. People have been now putting this ridiculous stat out that he's made the most errors leading the goals in in in, in, in like a, in the last season, or whatever, It's like three. In the years. last ninety
0: minutes of, uh, of the yeah, season. and he's
3: been been be playing one on one, and they've been in dead rubber games and whatever. But anyway, um, and people have even been starting to talk about Allison. Even I mentioned in pre season or in pre pod, maybe he could get down quicker to the first one. Maybe he's, he's not quite so good there. I think they're all. You you mentioned earlier. Virgil beating the ground in frustration when they conceded that first one, they want those clean sheets back.
0: Oh, and and then went straight up the other, other ends and made, made amends for it, you know. And that, that to me and the determination of him to do like that header of his, Jesus Christ! No the goalkeeper ended up in the fucking back of the net. That's the determination. See, to be fair, see to be fair, just fair, to fair, to
2: fair, fair to when, it, when, you you when, when, when Van Dyke headed the see when Van Dyke headed the ball, the pace he was going, I thought he was going to end up in the back of the net with the ball too. Because he was like an absolute steam train. He, like a steam train. He like he must have he must have run from ten yards outside the penalty box. But and that's why I feel that he you know you're gonna see a, you're gonna see a silly amount of goals from him this year.
0: Yeah, there was and, a determination about him there, Dave. So there's no doubt about it. He wouldn't, be, he, wouldn't, it wouldn't
2: be, he wouldn't be bad for a fiver for first goal on against Chelsea based on everything we've talked about, particularly their their weakness from set pieces and the goalkeeper. But
3: uh, speaking speaking of uh, a silly amount of goals, I think Mo is is on for a for a for a revelatory season for a, for a return to the to the to the thirty plus. I mean, he looked up.
2: Yeah, he's he pissed, man. I told you, him. he's he's pissed. He's pissed
3: yeah he's annoyed he's annoyed maybe he wasn't in Wrong. the running but but I I think he looks absolutely zen I think he looks he looks relaxed in a way that he hasn't for a
1: while he, looked, I think he looks he looked happy good. didn't he
2: yeah he yeah. Scored, it was the way he scored that goal yeah. he scored that goal that absolute fucking worldy and he just went yeah that's what I do. He just smiled himself. just smiled himself. He didn't he didn't sprint off to the corner and do his knee slide. It was just like, that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. That's how good I am. But it was almost like a it was almost like a foxy
3: lads, don't be conceding again. <laughs> you know, you,
0: yeah, yeah, you I am I'm not going to guess what that, I was
1: yeah. saying. <laughs>
3: yeah, you know. I got that. You know, God, God, totally. uh, but if it's, if, it's,
1: if, I, if I can weigh in for for, for a second. Yes, uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, uh, I think um I think they they want to show um, that they're better than they they have been and 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 strangely I think the first person they want to show it to is is uh, is is Klopp uh, and and it's it's like it, it was the the the, the post match uh, interview that I saw with Virgil van Dijk and he, he said we we will take. Uh, The positives, but we will certainly take the the negatives from this game. And and I and and I don't think this is just media training and uh, just saying uh, the right things. But I think he he really means that, and they are really driven. And this is what you know what what uh, made them uh, score 97 and 99 points in in consecutive seasons. But uh, I think this will drive them on to 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 get those those uh not only the wins but also uh, the 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 defensive defensive solidity back and uh yeah i i i'm 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 not certain of course but you know i'm not a clairvoyant but i'm i am um, very confident that that we will uh, have that back again and 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 hopefully so against chelsea to start with
0: no, absolutely. The right result basically can can knock Chelsea's title uh, aspirations before they even start. But listen, guys, we have rambled on over the hour here, so we'll leave it at that. It's As always, it's a pleasure chatting to you, and thank you very much for your time, guys. And thank you very much to the listener. We will be back, hopefully celebrating another a win at the bridge um, after the Chelsea game. And until then, just leaving the say, up our heads.